Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to SWAC. So glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. Today, we have lots of hot topics coming your way. I'm not sure of many of them. Chloe's going to surprise me. Hi, everybody. Uh, we're just going to take it from there. So, hey, Chloe. Hey. It's great to be seeing you this afternoon. It's good to be seen. So, honestly, this podcast has brought us together visually more than ever. It really has. It's lovely. Um, so, okay. So we're going to get started with our with our episode today. Um, I know we, on the last episode, we said this was going to be like the proposal story episode. It's not going to be. We are still kind of getting all, gathering all of that together and, you know, scheduling with various people and whatnot. So stay tuned our for people, that. Are people calling her people? It gets a little complicated. Yeah, it gets very complicated. So just stay tuned for that. It is coming. Um, but today we are not going to be talking about that. But since this podcast is called SWAC, you know, oh, the, no. it comes from – no, don't worry. It's not a kissing oh. thing. Um, <laughs> although we could talk about that too if you want. Um, so we would write letters from camp and we would always – close them with swack, which is sealed with a kiss. So in spirit of that, and because this podcast is inspired by that, we are going to be introducing a new thing into the podcast, which is we are going to be bringing up some old camp letters that we wrote to our parents. And um, I had some a lot of fun with my mom looking through these recently. We were really laughing and I found a bunch of funny pictures and all kinds of things. But um, I figured I would just start – Jilly's going to be coming in with with hers also in the next episode maybe or so. So we are going to be reading them on and off throughout the different episodes. But We need to find a name for this segment. Okay. We'll have to think about Let's it. Let's call it the um, – what did they call it? When Letters we had it? from – Remember what? when they had to? We had to write a letter to letter dinner, ticket to dinner. Letter writing day. Yeah, but remember you had to like turn it in at the dining hall. Yeah, but like, was there a name for it? I thought it was just called ticket to dinner. No. Okay. 
<laughs> Your mom and dad. Okay, fine. On the first installment, this is the first installment of our new series, Dear Mom and Dad, which is going to be us reading letters that we wrote to our parents. So I'm going to start. Um, I found this one and it just, it really was fitting for the first installment because um, it actually has to do with what we talked about on the last episode. So here it goes. Dear Mom, Dad, and Gracie, which Gracie was my dog and I always wrote to her as well. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I talked to you last night. I didn't get a stomach ache. It didn't rain today. I made something on the wheel, and I made a pencil holder. It's really cool. We changed our sheets. Me, Jilly, maybe Freddie, and some other kids are going to another camp for a challenge course competition. I love you and miss you so much. All my love, Chloe. Wow. So I just That one I really wanted to read. It's not that funny, but it's how more old? That, how old? So I think it's not dated. I can't Let's say. see your handwriting. Um... Hold on. Wait, tap the screen. Okay, so it's like definitely mature handwriting. Mature-ish. I would say maybe like an 11 or 12-year-old, uh, maybe 11-year-old, I okay. would say. Um, but it's just proof that we did go on the challenge course competition right. that we talked about in the last episode. So <laughs> that was mainly why I wanted to read this one. Um, also, just noting that I didn't get a stomach ache yes. is really classic after the phone call. after the phone call because I really, you know, as you know, because you always had to go to my phone calls with me because I was always crying after, during and after because I miss my parents so much. And also, I just got a lot of stomach aches when I was younger. It was probably – a lot of them were probably anxiety without me realizing it, but – Either way, I was just reporting in to let them know that, in fact, I didn't get a stomach ache. So very nice. That was good. And we changed our sheets. So I guess it was sheet day. (laughs) Classic. We did once a week. We were very clean. Not once a week. We didn't? It was uh, once every two weeks. It was like always. Yeah, I'm sure. Hmm. But it was always like such a. Because you only went with two sets of sheets. Yeah. So you, if you stayed one month, you only changed them once. And it was like such a to do, especially if you were on the top bunk. Remember? Why do I feel like we did it more often? Like I feel like I was always doing it. We we definitely were not. We so you're saying we only did it three times? I'm saying you probably did it, yeah, three or four times. Because think about how many sheets they'd have to be washing if you did it every single week. Right. So it had it was definitely every two weeks, and you had your sheet day, and we'd pile all of our sheets into these giant laundry bags, and then we'd like have to figure out how to get them down to the laundry. Yeah, which was well, someone would carry them, and no, we just wouldn't we, want to be that person. Well, right, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we'd have to carry them, and they were like min, uh, millions Huge. of pounds, and like it was, you know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first installment of Dear Mom and Dad. So just proof that we did go to the challenge course competition after all. And um, I look forward to reading another one. Next Do you, are you going to give me another one now? Do you want me to? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give one more. <laughs> Dear Mom, Dad, and Gracie. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. It seems like the homesickness is going down. Yes. Hopefully it will be gone soon. Yesterday I went mountain biking. It was so, 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 so much fun. We got on the bikes and went on this semi-downhill trail with lots of twigs and rocks. It was awesome. Then we went to this area where there was the seesaw for bikes and a little bridge. It was a blast. 
I really need more socks and underwear and PJ pants. <laughs> also, more cameras. Tomorrow is the talent show. I'm doing a dance with Jilly. Well, all for now. Hope to talk to you soon and write me. I miss you and love you absolutely crazily. XOXO, heart always, Chloe Rose. Parentheses. Haha, you know my last name. <laughs> That one was cute. Uh, Wait, so, we did bi- bike seesaws? It was like the first year they had mountain biking, and it was like where the overnight oh, site was. Do you kind and of you remember? drove up it, and then it went down. Uh-huh. I pictured like a bike on a thing that like did went back. No, it was like you rode up, and then it went and like then it went down. Yes. Yeah. So I actually remember that we like loved it that year because it was so like fun. fake mountain biking. You just like rode down to the little area and went on a couple little – it wasn't like yeah. on real trails. That was fun. But also classic that tomorrow's the talent show and I'm doing a dance with Jilly. Yes. Always. Who, who else? And you need more cameras. <laughs> and more socks, underwear, and PJ pants. Like <laughs> the most important essentials. My mom was actually saying like every letter we sent her was like, I need more Please. of this. <laughs> Please send this. Like bring this on visiting day. Did you get my list? Right. Always. Uh, so fun. Wow. It brings back so many just fun memories. So funny. Um, so that is the first installment of Dear Mom and Dad. And I look forward to reading more. Um, so I'm going to take like a really hard turn here. And I just want to talk about for a second that you just had some snacks. And one of the snacks Uh, you had was bologna. Yes. And I think that that's vile. And I did not realize that you ate bologna. So I don't really eat bologna. Or that you would even have it in the home. It's not something I've eaten in so many years, and it's actually so random that I have it. Jake's never eaten it either, so I figured I'd get it because we talked about it the other day. And so I was doing an Instacart, and obviously I got like hot dogs and like other Hebrew national things. And so I added bologna. And I don't know why. I'm like, I am pretty gross in terms of the things that I eat, but it's just easy to like get a slice of bologna and just like roll it up and eat it. It sounds so gross to me. I honestly like, can't think I've ever eaten bologna. What it is. I have no idea what it even is. Well, you probably don't want to know. But, it, like, it tastes like a hot dog. Right. It's just like a thin slice, a slice yeah, of hot dog. Yeah, it's like dog. a thin sliced hot dog. Roll it up. Eat it with some stirred. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. I'm going to be honest. But, yeah, I ate it with – I have sushi left over from last night. So I had sushi first, waited, like, 10 minutes to that for that to like simmer and then I had I was like oh I'm obviously not gonna have like four pieces of sushi for my entire day so then I had a couple slices of bologna and then I have to take my pill and you know I, I can't swallow it so I have to squeeze it into peanut butter you know which is like the saddest I, thing of all time so I squeezed so I waited another like 10-15 for the bologna to settle and then I did a spoonful of peanut butter and pill really special and here we are. Oh, and I have tea. Oh, no. Let me grab it. I need oh, no. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of warm. You got it? It's lukewarm. So now I'm having um, like citrus tea. That's lovely. That, that sounds nice, but it's quite a – what would you say is like the weirdest a snack collective? that you eat oh. right, like on a regular basis? It's hard because I don't snack. Well, I know, but like if you were, I have just like one of the weird, like, or one of the most you things to eat. I mean, I have about like four Nestle Toll House cookies at night. Okay. That's a good, that's good. 
fat class of Horizon fat free. Yeah, actually, I could think of one for you, which is that you like you still drink milk. And Jake is so on it now. He loves it. Like, I'll get home and he'll have a glass of milk on the coffee table. And then I'll be like, wait, that's like precious cargo. You cannot be drinking that much milk. I just, <laughs> I, I can't I know, I don't know. stomach it. Like, I love dairy, but I can't imagine. So good. I can drink like a small, small glass, like with a cookie, definitely, especially a warm mm-hmm. cookie. Yeah. But have you ever broken a bone? No. Okay, well, me either. Okay. I mean, I drank, I drank a lot of milk growing up. And, like, I always drink, like, whole milk or 2%. I was – like, my mom would not even serve me skim. So, right. But that's – I mean, it, that is tastier in, like, a bad way. That's more milky, tasty than skim is kind of, like, water-based. Yeah, but that, like, does not appeal to me in the slightest. Like, I'll drink skim in a coffee, like, in a cafe au lait. For sure. But not in, like, a glass. And if I'm like, going to have just, milk with cookies, I would like to have 2% or whole. Right. And I would too, but I, I really don't care what it is, but I, we do order skim to this household, but I'll have a glass with like craft Dinner or Penne Arrabbiata. You call it craft Dinner? I don't think you do. <laughs> Mac and cheese. <laughs> I do sometimes like the Montrealer and me, they say craft. Dinner. I know they say craft Dinner, but that I wasn't. So, that's what I've been calling it. Okay. <sighs> I'm just I – I don't so feel like that's something with, that is typical for you. I'll okay. have it with a non-meat pasta or a non-meat pizza, not, like, for kosher reasons, just because I don't think having, like – A glass of milk with meat. Yeah, and milk is, like, going to be good for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it to quench my thirst. Like, I just love it so much. Yeah, you do. And I discovered this amazing one during quarantine that came with our – like, we got this vegetable thing – bi-weekly um what was it called like a we co-op kind of thing it, like they, they gave us like veggies and stuff from the farm or whatever yeah um and there was this new milk that i discovered called strauss family farm oh i think i've actually heard of that oh my god it's the most gorgeous bottle it's like <laughs> glass it's like oh my god it's, it's like the milkman came um yes <gasps> i was obsessed so that's my number one now horizon's my number two. Oh wow okay I'm right. obsessed with Strauss family. <laughs> Shout out Strauss family if you like to sponsor the pod. Please sponsor the pod. Like, <laughs> we'll take any, please. I could talk about it for day- hours and hours and hours. Like, it's, I was so excited every time it came. Oh, my God. That's so great. I love yeah. that for you. Thank you. <laughs> well, my weird what snack. What do you eat for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm kind of tough with lunch because I despise reheated meat. Mm-hmm. I think it's disgusting. It tastes so gross. Like, especially, ugh, any, mm-hmm. really anything, unless it's, like, in a deep sauce. Like, I did reheat my chicken tikka masala, and that actually Yeah. But it has to be to the point where I literally can't even taste the meat, like, to be able to Well, then you really it. have to, like, ration out, like, what you make. Well, of course, Scott will eat it. So okay. he's, like, the king of leftovers. Like, you can – a leftover is not safe with him. Right. And – so I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of picky about my lunch. Like I really every day would really like to have like a grilled cheese sandwich, ideally. Oh. But like oh. I try not to eat bread every single day. So, you know, I just like don't really – I always feel like a salad that I make is really as good as a salad that I would get somewhere else, even though it has the exact same stuff in it. Well, speaking of eating bread every day, did I tell you my dermatologist asked me if I'm on a high-carb diet? 
No, why? Because of your skin? Mm-hmm. Oh, I said, like, that makes it worse? I said, of course I'm on a high-carb diet. What are you on? Does it make it worse? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, that would explain why, like, I also love carbs. That might be why my skin also fluctuates. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to I'm going to keep you. eating carbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could eat, like, a mac and cheese, a craft dinner, if I could eat a grilled cheese, like, that would be my really ideal everyday lunch. But, you know, yeah. my lunches are kind of – they vary. Today I made like a little turkey sandwich on naan, which was great. Oh. Um, but worlds together. Yeah. I mean, dinner and breakfast are definitely where I shine. Sometimes I don't even eat lunch because I'm, I can't think of anything I want to eat. Like I might be hungry and I just literally push through the hunger because just nothing sounds good. But then like what will happen is it'll be like now it's like what, four o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. is when I'll be ready for a snack. So I will – usually get two Eggo waffles out, put them in the toaster, and then get my can of whipped cream out and just douse them in whipped cream and eat two Eggo waffles covered in whipped cream. Wait, that's such a – I need to order Eggo waffles. I haven't done that in so long. That's such an easy breakfast. Oh, my God, the easiest. Yeah, I eat it for breakfast a lot too. That's like my – Go to. to. I, for, I forgot I used to do egos. Even yeah. when I was like trying to lose weight, I did like a the the like nutri grain ego. Yeah, <laughs> with some peanut butter, and then it would last me like a while. I love and live for ego waffles. Lego my ego. Yes, Lego that ego. Freddie and I are big ego egoers, <laughs> and our our partners are not really so into egos, and they we're both. Basically, when we were growing up, my mom made us breakfast every single morning, which was, Mm. you know, lovely. And she would either make us like eggs and whatever, or she would just make us Eggo waffles and she would like put them in the toaster, you know, the way we liked it and all that stuff. And then she would plop the bottle of Ready Whip down in front of us so we could like have as much as we wanted. So we both live for Eggos with whipped cream and believe that that's really the only way to eat Mm -hmm. them. And our significant others think it is – gross, laughable. Like they just, they're always looking at us like, what? And when they were living here with us, you know, the two of us would just happen to find each other in the kitchen, like sharing the can of whipped cream. And they would be like, I mean, that sounds delicious to me. It's amazing. My partner would would agree. I mean, it's amazing. I hate syrup though, like despise syrup with passion. So I I would would, do both together. Oh, I cannot do syrup. Yeah. Not on a thing, not on a pancake, not on a waffle. Especially when like your bacon gets in it or something, I just can't. Oh well, do that. no, no. Some people no. put so much syrup on their plate when they get a stack of pancakes. So the syrup is, they open it up like Niagara Falls. Like they're not even paying attention to. Oh, you have to do a little bit as you go. Like keep adding it or dipping it. Like with your each bite. That's I cannot I stand it. it. It grosses me out. Yeah, but you know what else grosses me out? What? What I was thinking about a gross story between us was our cheddar cheese experience. Yeah, with I, what did we eat? Out? Ice cream and cheddar cheese? No, um, chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't sound bad when you're saying. Okay, so let me break sandwich. it down. So, our where our but camp, where were yeah where were we yeah 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 so we where our camp is like the gas station company or whatever is Stewart's, which is actually great, and their ice cream's unbelievably good. Yeah, like we love Stewart's. It's the best of the best for sure. But we were, I think we were either at an inner camp. We were out and about in some way at camp and it was a hot day. And I think we were like three hours away and we were 
I just remember being hot. I don't know. You got a different Stewart's three hours away? Well, it was definitely not our no. regular Stewart's. Oh. But it may have been a Stewart's in town, but, but just not like yeah. the Stewart's. But I know that like we had a long car ride involved with this. It's, we were like starving. Yeah, so we were starving. So we go to Stewart's and they were like, I think like most kids got an ice cream, but we used our, we pooled together like our money, which they gave us like $7 each or whatever. And we were both starving and we were like, let's get a chicken salad sandwich and a large block of like extra sharp cheddar cheese. And so we got it. And at the time it sounded like so good. And we ate the whole thing. We ate the whole sandwich and the whole block of sharp cheddar cheese. The nausea that I felt after that. (laughs) I mean, just talking about this brings my stomach is curling. Ugh, so gross. So gross on a hot day. On a hot day. Just a sharp cheddar. I couldn't eat sharp cheddar for a long time after that. Yeah, no, but but you know, I we love cheese always. It oh yeah, and my dog's name is Cheddar. I mean, I yeah. love, <laughs> I love cheese. But named after the experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's yeah. my snacking kind of. But yeah, saga. we like went to the we went to the gas station as like, as it was always like an extra fun bonus to your group. Or if you won something, you get to like go to the gas station and get ice cream or something. It was like, you know. And it's always my first stop whenever I'm near Stewart's now. Yeah, it's just funny. It's like when you think it's about like it. It's like one of those, if you know, you know. Right. And it's hard to explain. I-Y-K-Y-K. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm So um, I'm trying to think of my uh, transition here of the, some of the other things that I have to talk about today. I'm just going to keep okay. – We don't I'm need just, to transition. It's really that's okay. That's true. I'm just going to keep sharp turning. We're just keep, human beings. We're just human beings. It's so true. We are just human beings. We are not professionals. Um, no. So here's my next topic. Okay. I want to talk about golf for a second. Ugh. So currently, Scott is golfing. He's at you know, the driving range. You know, I'm passionate about this one. I know. That's why I thought today was a good day to talk about it because I knew Jake is at home right now and Scott is yeah. also not home right now because Scott's at the driving range. Oh, Yesterday, yeah. What Scott day is it? Thursday. Okay. He left, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. The market closes at 4, so he left at like 4.40. Oh. Um, the market. He, Do you want to explain what, that, what you mean by the market? Stock market. <laughs> you know, anyway, the supermarket that he works at. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so yesterday also he played golf with my dad at, they went at like 6.30 or something. Mm. And of course, on our trip, I think I mentioned that they golfed yes. many times. Yeah. So I just think like we just want to di- I think we just want to dive into it. Like let's just oh, I'm ready. Release. Go. Golf. Okay. Well. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's not a golfer, so if we were ever like away with family, Jake would be going by himself. Um Right, which is a different dynamic than me. And so I always make sure if it's with family, rarely do we go away with family, but like if we go away with just us two, like the point is to spend quality time together. So if he golfs, I demand it's at 6am 
or 7 a.m. so that he's done by lunchtime, can meet me by the pool or wherever I am. Um, or else it's lonely to be – yes, I'm okay to be alone, but, like, on a tr- romantic trip, like, it's really not ideal to – be by yourself and asking like in the waiter at the pool being like mrs moss are you okay like what do you need and i'm just like oh this is so lame like right, i'm like- by myself so that i really i mean i've gotten way better about that and like we came to a compromise that he goes early and it's only one time um but yeah i do i think golf is a certain type of hobby that, yes, I understand, you know, it's good to have them and good to bond with your guys and have time away. And I, I totally understand, but it comes a point where it's just too long. Oh my God. Did you hear that? Yeah. Sorry, my washing machine, it just made a noise. Oh <laughs> um, I think it was the ghost of Gol- Jake golfing. Oh my God. Um, anyway, yeah. it takes too long and there's nothing, it takes too long and they're really not accessible. Like you can't reach them. Um, it's not like proper etiquette to answer your phone or whatever. So, right. so for me, it's, it's, it's grappling with the fact that like, there's nothing we do that can be compared. Like anything that I do in the day, I can be like, you know, work around my schedule, work, work his in. What Wait, is you don't have a tea time. I don't have a tea time. No, but I'm saying like, even if like even if we had plans to go shopping like that could take an hour or less and i can you know accommodate other things throughout the day when you're golfing you are so it's an all day out, thing all day and it's just not it's no spouse or partner is down unless they share the same passion that you do and he hasn't yet to come out and present me with a comparison that like would leave him in the situation he leaves me in right yeah i mean i think like so when so Scott like wasn't a big golfer like he golfed here and there but he like wasn't a big big golfer until we moved to Florida and I actually have come around a lot like I think at first I felt really similarly to you where I was like god this is so annoying like he's out there for such a long time same thing he's not answering me like he really has never golfed on vacation when just the two of us have gone mm-hmm. but it's more like I think maybe my situation is slightly different in the past because I've always worked since we moved here. I've always worked from home and worked independently. So like what during the week, like I'm home alone all week. Like I don't really talk to, you know, I'm not like socializing. Whereas like he would be at the office, like socializing, whatever. And then on the weekend I would be like expecting him to like spend time with me and like us to do things together and like whatever. And he would be like planning to go golf. And then I would be so pissed. Like, and I think that, like, we are irrationally pissed. Well, but, and you have, like, a dog you take care of. Like, she has to be let out. Like Right. But some of this was, like, even before we had her. But, yeah. like, I think that I've definitely – I've come a long way. Like, now I actually like when he golfs because mm-hmm. it makes him happy. And, like, that's great. And I want him to do that and whatever. But – I think that, like, just the whole, like, obsession with it, I don't understand in the same way. Because, like, if he were to just, like, go pick up a game of basketball or whatever, like, go shoot some hoops, it wouldn't be the same, like, obsession. And, like, he is – Like, Like improving your numbers and all that stuff. And, I mean, I feel like there's something coming to the door every freaking day that's, like, something for his golf. Like, you know, he's got this putting green that he laid out in our house. Also – it's expensive and like he's putting in the 
bar room that we have that's set up or whatever. He's always in the garage, like tinkering with his golf bag, like cleaning his stuff. He's like ordering a towel. He's getting this. He's getting golf balls. He's ordering all these things. Mm -hmm. He's thinking about golf and talking about golf all the time. He's doing fantasy golf. So he's always like with his friends doing golf, watching golf, talking about golf. When he's driving somewhere and I'm like, you know, please don't look at your phone and drive. (gasps) I was going to say that. It's like on the thing playing. Or it's like, yeah. And I won't, sometimes I'm like, you know, I want to let him do that. You should have just told me to drive if this is what it's going to be. Right. But now he's like, he makes me check the scores all the time. So he's always like, can you look at my golf scores? And then I open up his phone for him and then he's like, Tell me what, whatever. So I'm like, you know, be Kepka, which actually is a girlfriend that I know, you know, whatever. Like, and then I'm like, it says minus three RG 1200. (laughs) Like, you know, I just am like reading numbers off. And then he's like, okay, thanks. And then like 10 minutes later, he's like, can you check the golf for me again? I'm just like, can't you? It's not that I don't like that he plays because I do. And I like that he has something to do. And it's something he can do with my dad and his Mm -hmm. dad and my brother and all this stuff. And it's like all you know, gooch, but like the obsession with it, I don't, like, I don't have anything that I'm like doing all consuming like that. Same. And I will say like, that's so nice of you to say that you're happy. He's happy. Um, and (laughs) Of course, I will say he's gotten so much better in the beginning. It was hard for me to be happy for him because it often interfered with personal life. Um, He was missing from like uh, something family oriented and they'd be like, where is he? And I'd be like, where do you think he is? Right. And then you have to Um, like explain that he's golfing and that his priority is golf. It didn't feel good, but he's gotten hundred, hundred, hundred times better. So I'm happy about that. We've definitely come to a mutual understanding of when it works and when it doesn't work. But will I ever be happy for him that he's doing something for seven hours? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. We're not, we don't get in fights about it. Um, but it also depends. Like, this sounds selfish. Like, am I, like, do I have plans? Like, am I, like, consumed with other things that we should be doing together? Like, it really depends on the scenario and my mood that day and, like, the vibe. Yeah. And it, I really, I wish I was a better person, but I just am not. No, but you are. And I also think... For me, like when we got married, something like actually switched in my mind. I don't even know why, but I just like stopped caring. Like I used to be such a guilt tripper. Like I was always being like, okay, you know, like, and then he like would feel like he had to like ask me and all this stuff, which I would never, I don't want him to feel like he has to ask me permission. Well, he still should be, I'm sure he does still say like, does Saturday work? Like, yeah, well, like, so this Sunday he's going to play golf with some friends and he Mm -hmm. like was like, can I go to, he's going down south to play like with some of his friends from growing up. And he was like, is it okay if I go down and play? Which I'm like, of course, I want you to see your friends. I know you're going to have a great time. You're going to get to see your parents. Like it's all, it's all good. And I appreciate that. And I, I also think like the more advanced notice, the better. And I feel like sometimes yes. like they maybe have in their mind that they're going to go golfing on Saturday, but like they don't yes. necessarily tell you until like Friday night when you've already like envisioned or yes. like Friday morning or like they're texting you from work and you've like envisioned the weekend and then you find out that they're going to be spending all day Saturday, like which is the yes. only day where the weather's good or whatever, golfing. And then like you have to suddenly – change your plans or change your vision because like they didn't communicate that they're going to be golfing. 
It's all about communication. And I say that all the time. And I think that they know, but they're afraid to bring it to our attention. But like just the earlier notice, the better. And what I also really used to hate, what made me really upset when we like had a social life was if he were to golf Saturday morning at 8 a.m., that would affect our Friday night. And that's not fair to me. Right. You know, he'd be like, well, we have to go to bed early because I'm waking up early tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. This Wait, is my so Friday. Like, I have night. to exactly. So then, either like you feel like either you have to do you either have to be on his schedule, or you have to sit there alone, or you have to go out with other people and not be with him when you want to be with him. Right. So it's just I said it, it, this was in the past. It's now very clear that like as long as your golf doesn't affect me and what we want to do together and the fun times we share because you have to go to bed early or this and that, like that's not okay. So as long as it doesn't affect other aspects of your life and my life, then I'm Then it's cool. cool. Yes. Yeah, I agree. We've come to that. We have definitely come to that too. And I'm actually like totally fine with him being at the driving range right now. More just like acknowledging that it's – it's something that just happens a lot. But then at the same time, like I do think, and maybe this is because like we live in – Oh, right. Driving range. I didn't think about it. Like driving range is so much – less of a thing. Yeah. Like he's going for whatever, like an hour or whatever. To hit some balls, as they say. Exactly. He's hitting some balls, as they say, for sure. But I also Mm -hmm. think like it is something that he loves, like I said, and like I'm happy about that. But it's just just more of like an interesting thing that like a sport that I find to be honestly very very boring to watch. So boring. Is so like enthralling to them in all ways. But, you know, I think that's good. I mean, I guess it's like a sport that you can continue to play like throughout your life. Whereas like, you know, he's a hockey player and like he Mm -hmm. was up until quarantine, like playing hockey once a week, but like Mm -hmm. not in the same way at all that he used to play. And I guess this is something that you can like craft and continue to be good at or whatever. So I respect that. And when we were on our trip, one of the days where they were just playing nine holes, my mom and I actually went with them and just rode in the cart and like, both read our books, which, you know, like was amazing. Um, and like, I would do that again with him. If, you know, I would go with like, a, I would love to go with a margarita. I would love to go with them. I would go with a margarita and a friend for sure. Yeah. You're not a reader. So like, I feel like, like for well, me, <laughs> if I just could have a margarita in my Kindle, for I think seven, I'd be happy. For seven hours. Well, if it was just him playing at the course that's literally where we live, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be seven hours because it would be – it's not like an hour to get there, an hour to get back. Plus, I mean, realistically, he could just drop me off at home if I was over it. Right. So I feel like that would be fine. Every situation is really honestly unique and depends. It is. And listen, like, guys, get out there. For those of you, you know, our huge male listenership, get out there, (laughs) play your golf, but just communicate. Shout out to Stevie, though. He said he's a huge swacker. I think golf is also like trendy in this generation. It's like my brother, I mean, I know it's different with your family, but like this was not a thing until like these guys right now, ages late 20s and younger. Yeah. Like it's becoming more of a thing. Um, So obviously there's a reason for it. I totally understand from their perspective. It's just – yeah. Understanding both and then you're good. It would also just like, I would think I would just love to have something else that I was like occupied with for that amount of time. But it's like, how would they feel? It's like, I always, it's, I know. you can't have, you can't have two people that have hobbies that take that long. It just wouldn't work. That's so true. 
It's so okay. true. And every time that you would, would like you an say- argument when you're like, well, how would you feel if I were like, they're like, well, there's no, there's no, they can't even Well, they'd that. say, oh, I, I love when you hang out with your yeah. friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want you to be with your friends. I want you to be with your friends. I want you to have your own thing. I love that for you. I would never be love upset. Love that for you. And the thing is, I'm very social. So in normal life, I was seeing my friends throughout the week. So I didn't rely on like a Saturday golf sesh to like, to see my friends. I was good because I make an effort every single day. Right. He relies on that. So it puts a lot of pressure on me as well to obviously want him to keep those friendships alive. But it's also not my fault that he doesn't want to see them during the week. Right. So it's- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Just, it's complicated. It's a lot to balance. Yeah. But you know, but, we're trying to be yeah. supportive. Yeah, we're we are supportive. Um we are supportive. Actually, and- honestly, I'm so supportive now. I don't even I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sort of talking from the mind of like my old me. Yeah, the old when me. We, when we get really mad. The new me is like actually so happy for him whenever he's golfing. And the new me is I wouldn't say so, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, we, well, we're both I'm making progress. Yeah, I'm not mad at all. Um, it's all about progress, not perfection. He's been super, super respectful of me and my time and my family and uh, my needs. So I really can't complain. He's been super awesome. So, so actually, shout out to Jake and Scott yeah. for really, you know, they're bending, yeah. we're bending, we're all working it out. Yeah, we're all being flexible. So, but I know that a lot of young women out there can relate. Even they old women can relate. Definitely. Um, I know that we're all in this together. It should be like it should be like golf wives club. Yeah. Or something. Instead of wags, <laughs> it would be. Oh, God. 
gags. <laughs> no, wives well, of. Oh, wives of. It would be wags. It would be wags. Wasn't wa- wags is wives and girlfriends. Girlfriends. Okay, well, I was thinking wives of. I, oh, I was thinking wogs. Wives of, of golfers. golfers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wives. Love that. Wogs. Wives of golfers. Wives of golfers, yeah. I'm such a wog. Oh my God. I'm woggy. Such a wife of a golfer. Woggies for life. Woggies for life. I would love a wog like baseball cap, you know? That'd be cute. A wog yes. swag. Yes. Should swag. we do merch, guys? Those yes, listening? guys. Who would buy some merch? <laughs> say, say I. Please put it in the comments. Yeah, okay. Please comment. If you would like a, if you would either like a wag, I mean a wog hat or a slack hat or, or a hybrid or anything. You want a pen? We're still open open to suggestions, guys. Come on, please. Yeah, obviously we're open to a million. So another thing I actually wanted to talk about, which is I think very fitting to just everything that we're talking about now, it's sort of, it's a little bit of a shift because it's not about, it's not about the husbands anymore, but I just kind of want to talk about how to be a good friend to your friends who are brides for a second. Oh, no. No, don't oh, no. It's a bad thing. It's just like I was talking to one of my friends today who is a bride, and we were talking about, like, some things that have been bothering her about the way that some of her friends have acted since in this period of time and she was saying to me and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn but she was like you're the only one that has been like supportive in the way that I really need and I realized or I said to her like other friends in that same boat with her or not yet in that boat most of them are not yet in that boat or they're like maybe starting to be in the boat and I was saying like I think it's because I've been there before and I like also had that experience and so you know I just think like there are a couple of things that I think everyone if you have a friend who is a bride or a groom for that matter but brides just you know tend to be a little more sensitivo about things like there are some things that you can do to be a better or greater friend to your friends that are brides like I think sometimes people forget that like they think oh it's like the happiest time in your life like everyone's like loving you so much and all this stuff which is like definitely true but it's also like overwhelming and there's a lot of things that can really like upset you and I feel like emotions are just running high and it's like it just feels like it's different and I remember feeling that way and like there are things that I do now because of that that like I'm very conscious of like I don't ever want to make someone feel the way that I felt yeah. And so like first of all, well, I I felt like a priority to everyone. Like I think everyone was especially my close friends were so wonderful to me and like did make me feel so special and like beyond. But at the same time, like there were just things where I mean a couple of my friends I think we're just probably going through things personally. And I do think like also advice to other brides is like, it is all about you. But at the same time, like everyone else is like also living their regular life. So sometimes like, even though you're, it's like your thing that like, it's your one and only thing. Like it's not their one and only thing, which I think I had a hard time coming around with. Like, especially I think with my bachelorette party, like, as you know, there was some like things that happened with some of the people and 
I felt very much like I can't believe that like you don't think that like making this memory with me on my bachelorette party is like not so important. Mm-hmm. Whereas like maybe the person had like something else going on in their life that like now even almost two years later, like they likely would never like miss it for the world, but it's what was happening then. And so like having that perspective I think is important. But I also think that like, I don't know. I just think like be supportive and like, don't be like, you don't have to be up in their grill, but like you also don't have to be like, it depends if you think they want you in their grill or they don't. I know, but maybe just ask. Like, that's the right, other like, thing is I think people grill. are, like, so, like, tiptoeing and whatever, and they just think, like, well, she's already got – like, especially during, like, COVID stuff. Like, well, she's already dealing with so much. Like, she doesn't need me to be reminding her of the fact that she had to postpone her wedding. Or she doesn't right. need me to be – asking her questions because she's already got enough going on but it's like but it makes I think it can make people feel like their friends don't care or like they're not a priority to their friends and like that's just like you know I think at the end of the day like yes life moves on and you forget but at the same time you don't and like there are definitely things that people did that I will not forget I don't hold it against them but like I will it will make me think twice probably about like doing things for them going above and beyond but you know I don't know maybe not but like it's something that I won't forget about and I just think like communication and this goes back to what we were just talking about is so key like ask your friend like you know do you want me up in your grill? Like, yeah. Like, do you want me checking in with you all the time? Like, I really want to be supportive of you and to you. Like, how can I help? Or, you know, like, do you, would you want to give me tasks to take care of the week of the wedding? Like if you're a bridesmaid, like, do you want to give me tasks or do you want me to just show up and like be, have a great attitude? Like, should I make a playlist for the day of the wedding? Like, I don't know offer something like offer something concrete or just check in and be like what how do you want me to be for you like and I will say like it it is so hard because I definitely like how old were you when you got engaged like 25 24 20 how old was I 25 I think 24 25 yeah so it's like I was 26 and I got married it's also such a learning curve for like what it even means to yes. get married, what it entails, especially for me. Like I had no idea until I was in the shoes. Like, so I know that even whatever I did for you or whatever I could offer you, I know it's even going to be even greater for like someone who gets married after me, yes. like how you've been for me. It's like, it's hard from someone who has no clue what this yes. even like is. I agree. Uh, and that's why I think I'm just saying like if anyone's listening to this who hasn't been there before, I totally get that because I do think I'm a different person now that I've gone through it myself. Yeah. But like I do think especially now, like anybody who's getting married – they are now dealing with COVID when they're planning their wedding. And that's like a completely different thing. And like some people literally don't want to talk about it. And some people like need a lot of support. And some people just want to feel like they're being thought of and considered. And like, you know, I think like over communicate, like you're not going to someone's bachelorette party. Like let them know. I love you so much. I want to be able to be there. Like, here's the reason why. I like I recently was not able to go to one of my friends bachelorette parties. She had a small bachelorette party because she is still having her wedding. And 
like I wasn't able to go because I wasn't comfortable traveling with other people. And I over communicated that to her like Mm -hmm. multiple times. And like, in fact, that was the weekend that she had. It was the weekend that we left to go away. And I even was like, you know, we're going away. Like I'm going with my family. Like I wanted her to know, like, I'm not, you know, traveling. I just think you don't want her to be like, Oh, she had this other vacation. Cool. Exactly. So that's why she didn't come or, you know, whatever. Like, and you just like, also, I just think people are so sensitive during their weddings because it is like, it is this one of the most important times in your life. And it's high and like, it's just high sensitivity and just like taking the extra step does really just, I think, make a difference. And, you know, just making them feel like, I don't know. I just feel like why – I just wish that people would have been like – I don't know. Like when I had a bridal shower, like I would have loved for someone, for like some people to, instead of just like RSVP no to the hostess and like me not even know who is coming, like would have been nice for you to like say to me like, hey, I would love to be there, but I can't fly across the country. You did that, obviously. But like – you know, some people just literally like didn't tell me, didn't send a gift, which like it's okay. You're coming to my wedding. You don't have to yeah. send a gift. But like technically like that's the etiquette is like you do have to right. send a gift. And like that doesn't bother me as much as just like I would have just loved for people to say to me like, hey, I can't make it because – I'm already spending a lot of money to come to Florida to go to your wedding and I just can't make it to all the things, but I would love to be there and thank you for inviting me, you know? So I do try and do that now. And the other thing that I, number one, will never not do is send the RSVP card back the second I get it. For a wedding? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm always so excited to fill those out. Me too, but you'll be so, you'll see. People right. take forever. You end up having to text and call people, which is the most awkward thing. Stamp on it. Couldn't be easier. And by the time you get the invitation, you know if you're going. Like, you know. Right. You know, yes, when you get the save the date, maybe you don't know yet. But the invitation comes six weeks before the wedding. So at that point, like, you already have your hotel. Like, you've got your flight. You've got where you're staying. You've got your ocean view or your parking lot view. Like, you've already worked that out. So – you know, you know. So, like, when it comes, fill it out and send it back. Don't make the bride have to text you and feel so awkward when she texts you and is like, hey, are you coming to my wedding? I mean, right. I can't even tell you, that, like, the shame I felt sending those texts. Of course, all those people weren't coming. And it's also, if you're not coming, please let me know. Maybe I have someone on the B list. It's not nice. So there's just some, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so fired up about it. I will say though, with the etiquette, you do learn more as you grow. Absolutely. For a lot of people too, I know they make up for it like in their like gift at the end. Um, But I think it is a learning curve and just communicating, like you said, is very important. And yeah, it is kind of weird how some people handle things like for our engagement party. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much to share, but um, a lot of people come empty handed and. And you're not doing it. For, I think like I'm I not say, doing it for gifts, but it was right. interesting to see. Because um, you would never show up empty handed. Never. To any party. And if I do, God forbid, because I'm racing from work, I will apologize 75 times. And like send something afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I came from work and I went to stop at the liquor store, but I had a meeting and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, like even like elderly 
uh, uh, people who came, like, didn't bring my mom. Like, I don't know. It's just- yeah. Well, I mean, our moms, I think, always taught us, like, bring a hostess gift. Yes. Just walking into something without something on me is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so- again, this is not about the gifts. Like, oh. I know that, like, some people – can't afford it or, or it's just not a priority to them or they just don't think it's a big deal or whatever. And that's okay. Like I I'm actually think a bottle of wine, like a bottle of, of wine. Yeah. Like I know, agree with you, but like, I don't hold it against someone no. if they didn't give me a gift. No. Although I mean, pretty much everyone did, Yeah, but I think you're, I think you're completely right that you really don't know until you're, until you do it. But I think I just wanted to mention like, because I think so many people right now are like, at least people that are listening to this are, have friends that are getting married, friends that are engaged, like that sort of thing. And it's especially sensitive time because of COVID. And so all I'm trying to say is like, as someone who's been there and who does have that experience, like just like check in with your brides and I'm sure that you are, but like, don't, feel like you're overwhelming them, like just check in and be like, Hey, thinking about you at the wedding, like, do you want me to check in with you and be up in your business? Or like, do you feel right. like me texting you is just like reminding you of how stressful this is? Cause I just want to be supportive to you and however like works for you. And I think right. that that's even like what I should have said at the beginning is like Can me you- saying how to be a good friend to your friends that are a bride. Like, actually, I don't really know because it depends on everyone's different, but like, I think just asking them, like, how can I be a good friend to you at this time? Can you share what your friend went through or no? Because yeah, she just was surprised at sort of how much people have kind of been silent. And I, like, I know that they're thinking about her and caring about her, but like, she doesn't know that because they're not checking in with her. And I think that they're not checking in with her because they think she's just like overwhelmed enough and they don't want to like be taking up her energy or space. And like, I get that so much. And I think that that is their way of trying to be supportive. But I think like, because there's no communication, she's thinking that no one cares. Right. And so that's why I'm saying like, just communicate and be like, what, like, how are you? What do you need? What are you going through? I mean, I feel like even when you got engaged, the other thing is that I know, like also know yourself. Like I know that I can be, I can like really involve myself probably too much and like want too much information and try and like take over. Like that's just my personality. So I'm definitely like with you, like I feel like I tried to be like, I will do as much or as little as you want me to. Because I feel like I want you to know, like if you want me to plan your whole wedding, like fine. (laughs) I'm game. If you want me to like you have, you know, you particularly have a sister and cousin and like all these people that are also like very close to you and have also gotten married before and all these things. Like if you just want me to take a back seat and like make a playlist or, you know, whatever, like I'm down to do that too. And I feel like I wanted to like set that up for you at the beginning. Like you can tell me as much or as little as you want. Like you can, you know, I'm just here to like be a part of it and like tell me my place and like you don't have to tell me today like you can also just tell me like as right well you know you know like I'm obviously in good hands Um, yeah but in terms of sharing like I obviously always share with you and it's I don't share with everyone because I mean I have been judged by a lot of friends in the past um whether it be my relationship or 
just anything pertaining to me having a boyfriend or whatever it may be. And I've never felt that from you. So I feel very comfortable <laughs> sharing things about my relationship. I guess you with didn't you. know how much I was judging you behind your back. Right. So no, exactly. Obviously, I so <laughs> I've never felt like anything was off limits because you've never made me feel bad for having a relationship or anything of that sort. And I've gone over a lot of that stuff, but I, I do tread lightly in terms of oversharing because at one point, um, you know, uh, it, it wasn't okay that I had a boyfriend. So that to me is, yeah. is ingrained in my mind that I should, I should still be single and I should still, you know, but I, know but I think not. like I that's my even, friends, my friends don't think I, should be and I'm 100% thinking this myself it's all in my head because of my 24 year old 25 year old self was traumatized yeah and I don't think that anyone wants to know what I'm doing or what I'm up to with right in terms of but so, I think that like that's even what I'm saying too is like I want you to feel like you are you're in your wedding planning period when you're the bride. Like I want you to feel like everyone like loves you and is so excited for you and is like obsessed with you and wants to know everything. And I know that like you are positioning yourself in a way so that you just don't set yourself up for any judgment. But it's like, I don't want you to miss out on like all the like fun of it. And like, I think also a little bit is that I was like very private as I've, I think I mentioned this before, but like I was very private about my details. You also wanted a lot to be a surprise, which was great. Yeah. And that was great. But like in, you know, I did sort of miss and not miss out, but like I didn't involve my friends really in like what I was doing and like, but like what? Like, I don't even know. I don't even like yeah. to me, I don't need to tell anyone. Like, I mean, I think not. I was like, we're not doing it. I mean, people would be like, oh, what color are the bridesmaid dresses? You know, and I'd be like, oh, right. it's, it's going to be all very neutral or whatever. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't even really know what I'm saying. And I, Which also- I just packed up your bridesmaid's dress. It's like, because I'm packing and I'm just like, okay, it's like, I packed it. I don't know. Like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. And I packed another one, like that white one I had. And it's just like funny that they're going to keep piling on up, but I don't want to get rid of them. I know. I know. And also, of course, I'm like, you can wear it again, but like, you'll never wear it again. I was thinking I could be like a Grecian goddess or something for Halloween. You could wear it, yeah, to Halloween. Yeah. I mean, you could wear it again, but you won't. Right. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to get rid of it. Right. I mean, I won't. Like, you know what? I was like, I just want to pack Sentimental. It. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's coming with me. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. I mean, I also, I just want to say one thing also, which is that I know I'm a total hypocrite because like recently one of my friends, like I felt like was telling me how to be a good friend and I was getting really pissed because I'm like, <laughs> I know how to be a good friend. And now I'm like telling people how to be a good friend. So if yeah, this is rubbing you're saying is universal, like there, nothing you're saying. I know, but if this is rubbing you the wrong way, like listen, I understand why. But yeah. I do pride myself on being a good friend or really trying to be a good friend. Even if I don't always succeed, it's it is a priority to me yes. to attempt it. And that's why it hurt me so much when I was accused of not being because my friends You are, are such a good friend. Are my life. Yes. I would die with just a boyfriend. Like love Jake's to oh. death, but like I'm nothing without my girlfriends. Nothing. So to ever be accused of that is is the worst feeling in the whole whole world. And I, know, I would never so, so ever want to be accused of that again. So I tread lightly with 
making it seem like I like it's all about you relationship based or anything yeah so I know but like I was saying to you like I just really don't want you to like I don't want you to inconvenience yourself to like make other people happy at this time right but sometimes knowing that I'm not offending anyone else is in whatever way yes yeah I know. I probably have just to be being easy at that. and like not having to deal with worrying that anyone's talking about me is is bliss. So true. So it's just a balance, but like we're all older now, and there's literally zero issues. Um, but yeah. yes, you don't forget about that hurt and devastation, and like that you carry that with you on how you act in life and how you know. Right. So you forgive, but you don't forget, which is like an honest. It's like honestly such a true thing. Like as Lauren Conrad said, but except she said the opposite. She said, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Yeah. I don't want to forget the people I that don't have forget. No. given me a little zinger here and there. I just, no. I don't know. I just think that, I think that you have to put love into all of your relationships. And I think that when somebody is going through is like a bride or they're planning a wedding, like people just, for whatever reason, like people just treat you differently. And like, they sort of, they like, it's almost like they put you on a pedestal, but then they don't talk to you on the pedestal in some ways. Like, I don't know. I don't think you really had that. But it's also hard because like a lot of my friends are getting married as well. So it's not really yeah. like everyone's separate or like, on a pedestal. Everyone's kind of- I mean, I'm not together. saying like I was on a pedestal, but I'm no, just No, not like, a pedestal, just like in this different place in life and like going through other things and other people not knowing how to navigate it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I just, I don't ever want to make someone feel like they aren't important to me when they are important to me. And yeah. like, like and you just, said, like your girlfriends are your yeah. life and I'm the exact yeah. same way. Like I- yeah live and die for them and yeah you know and and by the way like my closest girlfriends all feel the same way about each other like we all like yeah. die for each other make a long story short <laughs> just like check in with I just think right now like just check I in think, with people and also like and you're coming from the friend perspective I'm coming from the bride yeah. perspective right now well you're coming for both from both because you yeah but I'm not the bride both. anymore but I will say for me it's before you make decisions um think about what your f- fellow friend is going to do for you if that makes sense like make sure you do for your friend what you expect of them to do for you. Do you Are you talking from the bride's perspective or the friend's perspective? <laughs> well, I guess both. When it, oh, I don't want to be specific. But what you're saying is like if you – let's talk about – like let's just talk bachelorette party for a second. You're talking about the bachelorette. Like let's say you're saying a bachelorette. Let's say I wasn't going to go to my friend's bachelorette because I had – Something, I don't know, something dumb. Because then you couldn't take the vacation days. Yeah, in my mind it wasn't dumb, but like I have to reverse it and before I make the decision, think, okay, how would I feel about her not coming to my bachelorette? Like would I understand that? And be honest with yourself about that also. Like, So before making decisions, kind of reverse it and think, obviously – there are such valid excuses. You have someone else's wedding. Someone like you don't. You can't on. take the vacation days because you yeah, need them the for list, the wedding. Whatever. Yeah, the list goes on. Oh, totally. I would totally understand that. But like, 
before doing it, you know, I don't know. I just kind of reverse it and think Flip about it and how, reverse it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> exactly. It's just kind of like, yeah, I like that. I think that that's a good, good rule across the board. Like don't like wait to, RSVP if you if you were the bride like that's what I was trying to say like you know it's very it's like that's at the end of the thing you're like trying to figure it all out whatever like just RSVP you already know if you're going like if you you know aren't going to the bridal shower because like you know who knows why like is it a good is it a reason that like you would understand and even if it's like maybe not a reason that you would understand still communicate with the person and just be like I love you so much I want to be at your bridal shower and celebrate you I can't because my dog has to go to the dentist and you know like I know that may not seem like it's just it's the only time it works in my schedule and it's so important to me to be at the wedding and I want to make sure I'm able to do it all and this like this thing I'm gonna have to miss I hope you understand Right. But just be upfront. Just be upfront. Don't be awkward and everything will be fine. I mean, we're all humans. We all have a life. Like, and we all, a lot of us understand that there's other things going on, especially now. So but we do our best to be understanding as well as the friends kind of doing their best. I don't know. Everyone just is doing their best. <laughs> Well, do your best. I think that's like literally the best advice you can give is like just actually do your best and like eat no matter what you're going through. Just be like, you know, I'm glad I handled it that way in the moment and just like do your best. And that's all you can really do. And like for me, I'm not asking my friends of much, like if anything. um, No, you're really not. So like you have to travel because you live in Florida, but like, yeah, but like, I mean, other than that, I'm making it very easy for everyone. You are. So. You're being so considerate. So I everyone just, should be considerate of you. Yeah. That's what I think. That's all. I mean, not, yeah, that's really, that's the tea. That's as all. Say. That is the tea. But too deep. Or I'm so friend. happy that I have you as my friend because you're always such a good too. friend to me. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Sisters for life. <laughs> Sisters, see it with a kiss. Lilas. Lilas, but literally. Love you like a sister. And I love all my friends. If any of my friends are listening to this and are like, you're being a, a, you know what? I love you guys all. And I think you're all great friends. The friends we have to this day at this age, like we value or else I just have no time. Oh yeah. And I also have no time to fight with my friends. Like literally none. Like if you've made it this far, you are in for life. Yeah, literally in for out. So congratulations. Welcome to the circle. Welcome to the wogs. Wogs for life. (laughs) (sighs) If you have any advice on how to be a better friend, like if you think I'm being a crappy friend. Or if you've had like a crazy experience or a bad experience you want to share, like we'd happy to have you on and, you know, share what your scenario was and we'd talk through it. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. That would be great. It would be – it's so cathartic to talk this stuff out and then get it over. It is. And then you forget that, like, we have listeners, but it's okay. I know. Again, I don't – I mean – But I think being so honest and vulnerable is very relatable, and that's what we're trying to be and do. So there's no other way. Yeah. 
And then like, it's not, I know that like, it's really not that big of a deal, you know, like it really isn't that big of a deal. And like the day that you're at your wedding and you're the bride and you're standing up there, like none of that stuff's on your mind. The only thing that's on your mind is getting married and like, you're so happy for who's there and it's perfect as it is. But it's just like, it's a funny time. I don't know. It's just like this time that stands alone where you're really, yeah, things are heightened and people are stressed and people get upset and all this stuff. And disclaimer though, I will say my friends have been for the most part pretty amazing and I I have no issues. I'm good. I mean, I haven't really started anything yet. Obviously it's been on hold, but I I do um, love and adore everyone and appreciate, you know, any ounce of support they've given me. Um, But we shall see. We'll see what the rest of the year entails. And I'm so excited um, for you. I just love you. I can't wait to, you know, support you in any way. If you want me to be up in your grill, if you don't, you know, let me know. (laughs) Um, The last thing I just want to say about this is Dakota, I know you're listening because you are such a good listener. Oh, she just texted me yesterday about it. I know. She's listening and she was not able to come to my bachelor party and this is not about you. (laughs) I just wanted to say that because you, I love you so much and you handled it in the most perfect way. She just told me that someone's wedding was May 8th, and I was like, you absolutely cannot attend. <laughs> I hope it's not like her cousins or like her No, she said it, it was like Philip's friend. Okay, because like he – And Philip chose me anyways. Oh, amazing. Because yeah. his cousin's wedding was supposed to be the reunion this year, which is why she wasn't able to come. And she said she ha- thinks she has another conflict that same weekend next year. Of course she does. Yeah. Anywho, it's Anywho, it's not about you, Coda. Love you. <laughs> and I love everyone. And even if it is about you, I love you. Yes, of course. So we'll all seal that with a kiss. We're kissing all the past goodbye. Yeah, here's a little. Going kissing into our future and just doing our absolute best. Yeah, let's do our best. Let's do our best. And the rest shall follow. The rest is still unwritten. The rest is still unwritten. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. It's been really cathartic today and inspirational. Yeah, it's been great. And I just love talking to you. Love it so much. Should we kiss again or? (laughs) Yeah. So just don't forget, follow us on Instagram at SWAC Podcast. Send us messages. Subscribe, rate, review. She's Jilly. I'm Chloe. We love you guys. Peace out. (laughs) Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.